Welcome to On Aeon, an award-winning podcast featuring conversations between colleagues on, well, Aeon. This week, we hear a special conversation with CEO Greg Case as he reflects on what 2024 holds for our colleagues and clients. And now, this week's host, Andy Weitz. Hello, and welcome to On Aeon. I'm Andy Weitz, and I have the privilege of serving as the Chief Marketing Officer here at Aeon. The new year is upon us. And in this episode, we're going to take a look at what 2024 holds for our colleagues and clients. Specifically, we're gonna take some time to dig into what we're hearing from those clients, really what's on their minds and how our team is taking that feedback into account as we look to serve them more effectively and seek opportunities to grow together in the year ahead. And I'm very excited to share that with me today is our Chief Executive Officer, Greg Case. Thanks for being here, Greg. Thanks for the invitation, Andy. I have to say it's always a pleasure to kick off the year talking about how we help our clients make better decisions. Oh, great. Well put. On brand, right out of the gate. I love it. Um, I'm sure our dedicated listeners know this, but this is, in fact, the third year in a row that we've drawn the short stick, uh, the short straw, if you will, and been asked to kick off the year here in January. It's a great time, though, because it feels like, you know, it's always a good time to talk about client need, but January feels particularly appropriate uh, you know, we always try to step back at this time of the year, talk about the evolution of our firm, how we're looking to get better, faster on behalf of our clients. Uh, and it's worth noting that this has been historically a relatively popular episode. So we've earned the right to come back and address our listeners again. I say without further ado, we get right into it. So over the years, when we've connected, we've talked about volatility and the impact that volatility has on businesses and in the last couple of years in particular, as an organization, we've begun to call out themes or megatrends that we kind of see out there in the marketplace that we think will shape the year ahead. And this year, our research, both the formal survey work we do through you know, awesome instruments like our Global Risk Management Survey, but maybe even more importantly, the kind of informal anecdotal feedback we get in client meetings, um, you know, at, at, at opportunities can be them in large groups, uh, feedback we get from our client leaders, it's led to uh, some real specificity around what those mega trends are for 24 and how our team feels they will shape the year ahead. In an effort to keep it simple, you and I have talked about this, we boiled it down to four kind of shorthand phrases, trade, technology, weather, and workforce, all of which I think are almost like headlines or categories for a larger conversation about the impact that these things have on our clients and how they connect back to our evolving capabilities, which we are increasingly talking about in the context of risk capital and human capital. So with that backdrop, could you share more about what you're hearing from clients on these trends and how they're shaping what they ask of us and what we're doing to evolve and help them make better decisions on these topics? Andy, be delighted and a really excellent place to start here. You know, as we begin 2024, I would say, Absolutely no question that we know our world is more volatile in every respect. And from our perspective, the volatility is driven by a series of, of these transitions, as you described, Andy, on trade, technology, weather, and workforce. Maybe first on trade. You know, our clients are asking some really, really smart and tough questions, really about the sustainability of globalization. Where is it going to go? And from our view, there is no question there are aspects of global trade that are absolutely universal. They're here to stay. But there's also more and more a flight to safety in the face of really massive geopolitical uncertainty. And, you know, obviously talking about Ukraine, Israel, China, Taiwan, among many other areas, which sets the stage for what really is a potential return to regions when it comes to supply chain management 
and geographic growth strategies. And that has implications for our multinational clients in many, many ways and our high growth middle market clients that are looking to expand in the lower cost geographic centers. And so a lot happening, Andy, on the trade front. Second, as you highlighted, is technology. And we all know there's no question the world has gotten faster and more interconnected over the last five to 10 years. The impact of artificial intelligence you see everywhere, and specifically the role of generative AI and the role it's going to play in the coming years will be fundamental uh, and will shift impacts in every organization, uh, regardless of size or geography. And really, it's especially true when you think about the rise of things like intellectual property. We've talked a lot about this, Andy, around intellectual property as an asset class and the pivotal role it plays, especially in a service-based economy that really is fundamentally built off of intangible assets. So we've got trade, we've got technology, and you highlighted the third around weather. And look, this is obviously all about the reality of climate change and how it impacts all aspects of your business. And we're seeing a real evolution in how clients think about climate. Two to three years ago, there was a lot of talk about long-term targets, where it's gonna go, how we all embrace ESG, and that absolutely remains relevant. But we're also seeing a realization that climate risk is, is really kind of almost misstated. The real focus is on how climate impacts every aspect. And I mean, Andy, every aspect of existing risk management and, and the overall risk management strategy, and really ultimately, you know, a company and a client's growth strategy. We're seeing that now every day. So having covered trade, technology, weather, the final one is around, and the fourth is around workforce. And this is another ongoing transition coming out of the pandemic. Maybe the least predictable, man, is it profound, and it really affects the future of work. It affects, you know, how you think about, you know, the model we've got, you know, is a hybrid model sustainable? Um, what engages and motivates your team? How do you differentiate organization from others? All these things are out there, Andy, and it's fundamental uh, in the way we think about the definition of the workplace. And really, it's been a redefinition of the workplace. And we see a ton of client questions in need that are really at the intersection of what we're traditionally thought of as kind of health, wealth, and talent which as you know now, we begin to think about as our human capital capability. Well, and Greg, awesome summary, first of all, but also just you touched on human capital there. And I mentioned risk capital and human capital you know, increasingly being the way we talk about our capabilities. It makes me think against those four megatrends, can you talk a little bit about what you're hearing from our leaders, uh, those folks on the front lines, right? Who are in the room with clients every day about you know, what that focus means and how we're turning those issues, our focus on those issues into value for our clients. Uh, love it, Andy. Great, great, great angle to go coming back to clients. And I, I will say, um, you know, when you talk to colleagues who are spending time with clients every day, these forces, um, among others, but these forces in particular have really, um, you know, in many respects, magnified and changed the stakes when you think about the battle for relevance with clients, making a difference in what they do every day. And it really requires those leaders, our clients, to, to deliver against these expectations and really evolve how they make better decisions against these new and, and magnified challenges. And, and I have to say, it's it's really worth mentioning that all of these have evolved, not just you know, who we talk to every day, but really evolved into the C-suites and boards of our clients around the world. You know, on the risk side, it's because these trends are, are increasing the total cost of risk, which means the line item that they look at, uh, you know, the cost they look at every day gets more and more scrutiny. And clients are really looking for a set of advisors, trusted advisors that can help them rethink how they take a more holistic view toward risk capital. 
why risk capital has become so much more relevant. And then on the people side, it's simply that they're, they're just more interconnected. And it's the point uh, we were talking about just a minute ago. Clients want an advisor that can deliver integrated solutions that consider the connection between traditional health and benefits, but also employ retirement planning and broad-based talent strategies. It's really one issue in how you optimize your human capital. And for us, that means we've got to be bringing new innovative solutions that address these emerging risks and people challenges right to our clients. And we've got to, Andy, as we talked about before, accelerate the use of predictive analytics, not just looking back in time, but, but going forward, deliver these new insights and uh, really unlock access to new forms of capital. And finally, I would say focusing on growing demand for integrated solutions that tackle risk and people challenges together. It isn't just risk risk capital, it isn't just human capital, it's really how they connect. And this is really, as, as I was describing, the battle for client relevance. And it's dependent on really delivering value in our core business and solving for the expectations with these new capabilities. And we like to think that really handy, our AI United strategy has helped us keep pace with those expectations. But the reality is we, we've got to go further, faster on behalf of our clients. And that really is the full rationale behind the three by three plan we rolled out last year. Well, Greg, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, the three by three plan. I want to talk about that. That was next on my list. And you made the obvious connection there to our Aon United strategy. Uh, you know, we announced this three by three plan back in October. Uh, when we talked about it, we boiled it down to three commitments that we're going to deliver on over the next three years. First, leveraging our risk capital and human capital structure and capability. Second, really embedding the Aon client leadership model, all the great things we're doing for enterprise clients and bringing those best practices to the large and middle market. And then third, accelerating our Aon business services plan. Would you talk more about that? I mean, why those? three things and maybe how they connect to client need. And really, you know, because this is what matters at the end of the day, how that translates into more value for colleagues, maybe, you know, making their jobs easier, making them more effective, uh, delivering more value, what it means for clients in terms of solutions, and ultimately, obviously, performance and, and what it means for shareholders. Uh, Andy, I, I'd love to. And I will tell you, since we've introduced the three by three plan, which is really a reflection of client need, what they're telling us they need more than anything else. Um, we've just built tremendous mom momentum around it. And the three by three plan really defines, as you said very well, three specific commitments we are delivering on behalf of clients and colleagues over the next three years. The first is really leveraging our risk capital and human capital structure. This doesn't exist anywhere else in the world, any in, anywhere else in our industry. And it's the capability is about unlocking new integrated solutions across our core business, but also address new requirements and client demand. So leveraging risk capital and human capital. The second is around embedding the Aon client leadership model. And this is really about taking the best practices in client leadership we've established in our enterprise client segment and extending this really into how we serve large and middle market clients to further strengthen and expand those relationships. And finally is really around accelerating the AM business services plan to set a new standard for service delivery. We literally want to define uh, in, a, in a very different way how we bring our capabilities to clients. And we really call this, you know, affectionately bringing the, becoming brilliant basics, really doing what we need to do on their behalf in a way that's never been done before, faster, more effective, more efficient. And then in addition to that, accelerate the next generation of analytic tools that will help us deliver more value to our clients. And I do want to say, you know, to be clear, AI Business Services is really a catalyst for this. It really drives the entire three by three plan in a way we couldn't have done before. And the work we've already put in around AI business services, now we've got an opportunity to magnify that and really bring that to life uh, on behalf of 
risk capital and human capital and how we embed the AI client leadership model. Pretty excited yeah. about it. And Greg, I, I'm glad I'm glad you went there because that's where I wanted to go next. I mean, AM business services is pretty central to everything you talked about in terms of enabling the three by three. When we announced the investment in AM business services back in October, and to be clear, I mean, we're what, five years plus into this journey at this point. Um, we mentioned that the additional investment we're looking to make here will create better tools, better experiences, and make us even more relevant to clients. Can you talk more about that though? I mean. I think, I think there's a lot of alignment around the firm about that being an obvious opportunity, but what are we doing uh, you know, to accelerate it? What are we doing to evolve and how does it translate into addressing those client needs you talked about at the top? Happy to, Andy. And um, as, you, as you described, it's really about products and platforms. And I got to say, first on products, we have an absolutely awesome example from earlier this week. I was... Uh, was at the Property Symposium in Orlando. And for those who don't know what this is, this is an amazing event. It really is the entire property world that exists today. These are buyers and insurance markets stand still. Literally, the earth stands still in property with the with the sole exception of, of in Orlando, Florida, where a thousand, a thousand clients and insurance markets come together and really talk about what's going on. And you, you saw in that audience, looking across the thousand, literally, uh, on Tuesday when I was there, the power of risk capital as it relates to analytics. And in this case, again, powered through Aon Business Services, we're bringing together reinsurance and commercial risk data in a way it's never been done before, and analytics, and we're creating a new suite of tools. Uh, and we actually introduced the Property Risk Analyzer. And, it, and this analyzer delivers insights to clients in real time related to their overall global risk profile. It's just unbelievable to see. And we did it at scale for all the clients who were in the room. And it really allows them to better interact with markets, success, you know, think about their position overall, and take specific action against a new set of insights we're bringing with the Property Risk Analyzer. And then we're following that up. And as you know, well, not just with the Risk Analyzer on property, but similar tools on casualty, cyber, DNO, and climate. And these, these products form a suite of advanced analytic tools that that really considerably enhance and change the game on client serving capability that we can bring on their behalf. And there's absolutely no question, Aon Business Services has made our firm more efficient, but now the example we just went through, Andy, this is really the foundation that's fully in place and, and really we're accelerating with greater investment and truly raising the game on what it means, the client experience around what, what they see every day, the capability they get. And these tools coupled with the expertise of our colleagues and really delivered through our colleagues, you know, this is really what allows us to live up to the idea that we're in the business of better decisions. We're giving them capability to do things that affect their business, help them grow, help them build their house, as you might say, but also defend their house in terms of all the risks out there in the world and making better decisions in order to do that. And the opportunity we see uh, as we actually bring this to life, you know, is why we invested 900 million in cash, you know, a billion uh, overall to accelerate AM business services as a real catalyst. So it's really back to your fundamental point that AM business services is a game changer for us and how we accelerate what we're doing with risk capital and human capital and deliver through uh, the AON client leadership model. And really, you know, tremendous, tremendous excitement around our firm. And I will say coming out of Coming out of the symposium, a lot of excitement with our clients who are essentially saying, this looks great. We want more of this. We want it faster. We want to see it more, you know, in, in a more complete way. And we're really excited about what you're doing because it fits with exactly what we need to get done on behalf of our agendas as we build our firms. 
And it really gets to the second aspect of how AI business services is accelerating our progress around platforms. Well, I want to talk about platforms, Greg, but I got to just second what you said about this property symposium. It's so exciting to be at a point in this journey where we have these tools live and in the marketplace. You know, we're we're delivering actionable insights to our clients. And I got to share a story I heard from a client leader yesterday where they were leaving Orlando and they shared this feedback from a client where they said, you know, it's so exciting to see tools like the property risk analyzer. I, I feel like I'm in a place where I can stop settling for advice and start making better decisions. And I kind of made the uh, hair on my arm stand up because, you know, that's what we're trying to do. That's the frame we want to talk about. Um, but I don't want to lose you know, track of this other point you made, which was around the notion of products and platforms. You mentioned platforms there at the end. And I'm going to take the bait. I, I want to better understand what we mean by platform in the context of a little bit of news that we made at the end of 2023 when we announced we'd signed a definitive agreement to, to acquire NFP, uh, a leading middle market provider of risk and benefits and wealth and retirement plan advisory solutions, if you will. And, and I'd love it if you could talk a little bit more about the connection between that acquisition and the 3x3 plan and really that idea of how Aon Business Services helps us build a platform to better serve the middle market. Absolutely, Andy, be delighted. And I have to say, we we could not be more excited about this, this addition to the Aon family at NFP. And it really starts with, with Doug Hammond and his team. Uh, and Doug's an amazing leader. It's been such a joy to get a chance to spend time with him and understand what they've accomplished and all that they have on the horizon and, and how as we come together, what we can do together. Um, you know, I just want to say Doug and the team, it's just an amazing, amazing group, a premier platform. And we are so impressed with how they how they go about their business, what they do every day. And it's fantastic to sort of see the alignment as we think about the shared view of the opportunity. You know, everything we've covered in the last few minutes is really a viewpoint Doug and his team of Rexy shared with us, you know, in a different way, but the alignment is amazing. And and we've really got truly complementary capability and client bases that we're now, we now have a chance to sort of do something very special with. And I will say, we've appreciated the middle market for a long time, but couldn't access it in a way that we could really get better, not just bigger, Andy, as we've talked about, but better in the middle market on behalf of clients. But now if you think about it, we've got this amazing platform, Doug and team have built, truly incredible. We've got the investment in AI business services through our three by three plan. And it really is helping our firm realize the opportunity to innovate on behalf of clients and to create very specific product offerings now in the middle market. So think about it, we can bring product innovation at scale at scale into the middle market, working with Doug and team to do things in the middle market that have never been done before. How cool is that? We've got this incredible platform that we can actually now potentially make even better. Connect that to AM Business Services because it's it's obviously, you know, to your point, a premier operation there that Doug and team have built. But the idea of doing something special, how is Aon Business Services the catalyst for that? This is really because Aon Business Services, we can now deliver a very product-oriented approach at scale. So this is, Andy, product innovation at scale for middle market clients in a way that brings previously unavailable offerings to these clients. Really, in many respects, it's 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 how we're going to distinguish you know, what we're doing uh, from anyone else, from anybody else who's been in the space before. It's actually innovation into the middle market space. And, and this is why... We're so excited about this opportunity uh, and about NFP. It, you know, again, you start with one of the most distinctive operational platforms in the world, 
And now we've got our firm who could actually help them access the middle market in more effective ways through AI business services. Again, delivering product innovation at scale. And if you, you think about um, one, of our, one of our future colleagues in NFP, they have been immensely successful. So think about this person sitting here in this opportunity. And now they've got a chance to do exactly what they're doing today with even more capability that they get a chance to bring to their clients. So for us, this is strength on strength. Uh, it's a platform and an opportunity that really doesn't exist today in its current form. And now we've got a chance to sort of do something about that. And it's not just the capability, but the content that you know we're going to be able to bring together to the middle market is, is phenomenal. You know, maybe Andy, if I could just pick one example. Aon's cyber quotient evaluation, we call it affectionately, PsyQ, um, which is really a proprietary e-submission platform that helps clients identify, measure, manage the cyber risk exposure they've got. We're going to now be able to bring this um, uh, with NFP into the middle market in a way that's never been done before. So again, an already tremendous platform that we now aspire to make even better uh, with the addition of a piece of product innovation we're going to bring, PsyQ. And there are the whole raft of others that we're going to bring to the equation as well. So, you know, in essence, you know, we could have thought about doing this organically over time, but wow, when you've got access to a platform and an opportunity like NFP that Doug and team have built over time and the capabilities of AI business services to apply against it, you know, we, we're in a perfect position to sort of meet client need, increasing client need in the middle market. And as you always say, go further, faster for our clients. Uh, with this formula, which we're incredibly excited about. Uh, Greg, thank you. That that kind of connects it for me, at least. I mean, we talk about further, faster all the time when we talk about the three by three. And now NFP, this this independent but connected platform, right, that, that has access to content and capability that we can, you know, really distribute at scale through on business services to them. Uh, really exciting. And I think makes it very real for our colleagues and our clients. So thank you for all that context. And bigger picture, Thank you so much for the time today. There's so many reasons to be excited about the focus we've outlined, not just for 24, but really beyond. And as always, we remain committed to evolving, as you talk about constantly, to better serve our clients. Obviously, that's been a core tenant of our Aon United strategy for over a decade. And as you just laid out with our 3 by 3 plan, we now can go further faster. We have Aon Business Services as the catalyst behind it. And we're making the significant investment that drives the plan forward over the next three years. And that NFP deal, I mean, it's poised to become, I think, one of our first proof points demonstrating how and business services extends the benefit and the, the impacts of our firm to more clients in a really exciting high growth segment that we're going to be able to drive innovation in. And, you know, I just can't wait till we get that deal closed, which I know we're expecting that to happen in, in mid-24. I'm sure we'll be back sharing, you know, more about what we'll be doing together in the near future. Um, but as you can tell, there, there's a lot of momentum and, and a lot of excitement in the air, I think, at Aon right now. Uh, before we close, I just got to give a quick plug for the team here, Greg, um, and the upcoming season of the On Aon podcast. Many of the things we covered at a high level today, we're going to dive deeper into, especially some of those megatrends we talked about and how they connect to our capability and risk capital and human capital, including things like climate risk, which, as you've made the point, really impacts everything, and emerging areas that are increasingly important to the C-suite, like employee well-being. So many important topics to cover here on the podcast. But for right now, that is our show for today. So thank you all very much for listening. And again, Mr. Case, thanks again, Greg. It is great to be with you. Mr. White, you too. And that was a lot of fun. This has been a conversation on Aon and CEO Greg Case's thoughts on some critical themes for 2024. Thank you for listening. 
If you enjoyed this latest episode, tune in soon for our next edition. You can also check out past episodes on Simplecast. To learn more about Aon, its colleagues, solutions, and news, check out our show notes and visit our website at aon.com.